0: Thanks for listening to Victory's podcast today. Connecting people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus is what we're all about. For more resources or to reach out to us, go to victorychristian.church. Enjoy today's message. You know, this is a very simple phrase, right? Trust in the Lord. But it's so powerful. Because, you know, when you have been through some things in life, you learn... That if I keep my sincere trust in him, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 again, it says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. But in all of your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. I love that. Lean not on your own understanding. Isn't that the key to like not lean on yourself? And to like, what is self-think? How many of you all have a habit of thinking about what you think first? Me too, right? It's kind of like, here's what Mike Hennigan thinks about the matter. Um, what, what's interesting to me is God's never impressed with my thought first. He's more impressed with his thought first, right? On one hand, you know, when we, when we lean not on our understanding, on one hand, it, it's, it's how we learn how to lean into what God's understanding is first. When we ask ourselves things like, what does the Word say? What does the Bible say? What do we know about God? What do we know about His nature? And how does that inform me about what's going on around me, right? On the other hand, you know, we have to admit that we're, we are not, um, not always the one who has to understand, that maturity in Christ is when you can live without having to understand everything. Because if you think you're going to understand everything, then you then we must think that we're on par with God. Because he's the only one who can actually understand everyone, everything, right? And so we have to go, you know what? I'm going to trust in the Lord. I'm going to trust in his character. I'm going to trust in his nature. And um, then... Then you don't have to hold yourself or God hostage with a need to understand. And I think sometimes, especially in our Western, like, very logical thing, like, we have to understand before we can move forward. And actually, that's not always the case because there's plenty of things that happen in the world that you don't understand. I think electric cars are amazing. I don't actually understand how they work. I know there's a battery. I know it makes the car work. How it all goes, I refer to other people um, who can explain it to me, right? Let's go into another scripture that talks about trust. And I want to give you the context. We're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 17. And in this book, Jeremiah is trying to convince God's people to repent and to change their ways. All the way through the book, he keeps trying to convince them, hey, you need to turn around, God's not pleased with where you're headed. But they wouldn't respond to the prophet's warning all the way through the book. But sprinkled throughout this book of Jeremiah... Are these little glimmers of hope and grace and encouragement for the faithful? One of the scriptures that we talked about before is how God has loved us with an everlasting love and drawn us with His loving kindness. Psalm, uh, excuse me, Jeremiah thirty-one. Like that is a, an awesome like glimmer in there. I want to show you this one in Jeremiah seventeen verses seven and eight. It says this: But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It doesn't fear when the heat comes, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. What a picture, right? Like a tree planted by the water, and you can see it in your mind, right? It sends out its roots. To access the stream, it sends out its roots so that it can access the moisture that's coming from the stream. And what's interesting about this picture of a tree planted by um, by water is that a really common picture in the Word of God is that streams and rivers come from the throne of God, right? And they're running through the city of God, and that these streams always, always represent life and that God is our source of life, and that there's life coming, which is really kind of a cool picture, right? So I would ask you this question, where are you planted? Like your life, if you were to think of yourself as a tree that is planted, are you planted close enough to the river? Are you planted close enough to the life of God, right? Or do you feel like, Like, your life is not planted close enough to the source, right? Do your, like, life patterns, like, in choices, are they they life-giving and God-centered, like, in a way where you're around God conversations and you're around worship and you're around prayer? Well, I would say you're, you're ticking one box just by the fact that you're either physically here or you're watching online. Like, you're putting yourself near the river right now, aren't you? But those kind of choices, when we get ourselves in proximity of other believers and the kingdom activities and God's presence... It changes the temperature in the atmosphere of your own heart. And we can't underestimate the value of all those little decisions of, you know what, before I get my day started, let me crack open my Bible. You know, before I, I turn on the news this morning, I'm gonna listen to a worship song today, you know, before I before I I'm gonna put God first and I'm gonna put myself in proximity to hear the hear and be around the activity of the kingdom of God. I want my tree to be planted close to the source of water. Elizabeth um, read this scripture to me, Jeremiah 17. She read it to me um, as part of her devotion. Um, We were on our way up to D.C. on Wednesday evening. And we were on our way to a funeral um, that would take place the next morning. And a pastor in our family of of churches mfi or ministers fellowship international his name is carlos penaloza he passed away last saturday um and it was like an absolute shock this guy is he's just a giant in the kingdom of god and we were praying for him and he was texting me from his hospital bed and he had um he got covid he didn't even think he had it and then he had to go into the hospital and we were all very confident that he was going to pull through and Last Saturday night, I was um, having dinner, and I just started getting these texts and some messages about trying to confirm with me if he had passed away, and sure enough, he did, and it was just shock, and then the next day, on Sunday, um, another giant in our movement, a guy named um, Danny Bonilla, who's a prophet and a pastor, and uh, all over the world he's been here and prophesied over um, some of you before. He passed away on Sunday um, of COVID. And it was just kind of like one of those one, two kind of gut punches. Like, oh, I mean, what the kingdom has lost just in two days. And two days back to back. And these are both giants who've like been in all over Latin America and all over the world with the gospel. And... Um, we were just feeling a lot of grief, which is appropriate. We love these pastors. We spent a lot of time with them and their families over the years, and we love their churches and just processing it. And So Elizabeth and I are on our way up to D.C. to go to this, this funeral. You ever on your way to something that you don't wish you were on your way to because of the reasons you're on your way there, right? And we're, we're feeling this thing of it. And we're feeling this thing of, frankly, what's happening around in the world around us. And I have to admit, one of the things I'm so thankful for in the Lord is, while there's a lot of grave things that have happened around us and and are happening, we've been able to have a lot of joy and a lot of peace because we're planted by the river. You know what I'm talking about? But there are those moments where you just absolutely feel this thing of living in a broken world and the brokenness around us. And Elizabeth starts reading this scripture to me. And welling up in tears and reading this devotional to me, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They'll be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It, it doesn't fear when heat comes. It, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. And it never fails to bear fruit. Well, we we were feeling the the heat, we were feeling the drought, um, but we also know that like, but we're rooted in the Lord, and we know where our trust is. Our trust, our confidence, is in the Lord. In fact, I have to say, it actually, when your trust is in the Lord, it can actually even give you permission to do things like grieve, because you know that grieving doesn't have to end or drag you into depression or a cycle of sorrow that does not end. It gives me permission to feel the brokenness of the world around me because I know where I'm planted. And sometimes in our faith we have to be careful because we have to know, and that's why this thing is a relationship with God. We're not reading the Bible like a cookbook. There are times where Scripture says it's appropriate to mourn. And to wail and to be sad, right? But then he takes our joy and our mourning and he turns it into joy, right? Like there's a you got to take the whole word into account. And I have to say, one of the things that gave me comfort, even as I was driving up and even as we were we were grieving the loss and the other funerals this afternoon, we're watching it on Facebook Live, right? Um, Is that I'm allowed to grieve because I know that's not the end. And I'm allowed to feel sorrow because the loss is real. But God. And there's, and the, the key is to allow God to continue to lead and to guide you. Because the reality is, I have this confidence that I am planted near the stream. He is my source of life. He is the one who restores my soul. He's the one who gives me strength. He is my encouragement. And so, as funny as this may sound, I'm not afraid of pain. Because I know and I have known the healing of the Lord. Do you hear that this morning? I think sometimes we feel like we have to make a choice. Do I feel it? Do I not feel it? Do I bottle it up? Do I turn it? You know what? God can handle the range of what's going on in your life the key is to allow him to lead and guide you so you don't get stuck somewhere right but see he's so good at that he's provided his word so that you can do that blessed is the one who trusts in the lord whose confidence is in the Lord. i love that trust and confidence y'all know that trust and confidence those are relational words not just logical words like if I were to come up to you and say, do you trust the Lord? You would go, from your brain, immediately go, yes. Of course I trust the Lord, because you know that's the right answer. You would not look at me and go, well, let me think about that. you go, Pastor Mike is asking me, do I trust the Lord? The answer has to be yes. Right? But the reality is, that's actually a relational word, not a logical word. Do you, tr- more than a logical word, do you trust the Lord? I mean from your gut, not just from your head. Is your confidence in the Lord? Well, when you're planted by the stream, you've got a source of life. And so I'd ask you today, like, who is your trust in today, right? Who is the one that you can, you can base your trust in? And the, the reality is, in this scripture, it talks about when the heat comes, that you can be green. That when the drought comes... That you can continue to bear fruit. And I really feel like that is an amazing picture of where we are in life right now. That there is drought, that there is heat, that there is hardship, but I can be green. And I can bear fruit. And even some of the messages and the things that we've been preaching over these last uh, few months and things like that during the pandemic is that, you know what, we are not aloof of what is going on, and yet what is going on in the world does not determine um, our status of being, our status of joy, where our anchor is. It certainly doesn't, uh, doesn't affect where I am planted because I am planted in the Lord. And so today I'd say like, Where is your hope? Where is your confidence? Where is your trust? Is it in Him? Is it in the life that he gives. Is there something today that you are struggling with? Is there something beyond your control? Is there something that it's given you all the feels, if you will, as they say today. Like, it, you know, all the emotions are going through you today. I would encourage you today to take those to the Lord. And to say, God, I put my trust and my hope. You are my confidence. And I recognize, isn't that a cool picture? You've got this tree, right? This tree that is planted Right, And if you can imagine, there's drought, there's heat, there's hardship all around. But this tree is bearing fruit and green. Isn't that a beautiful picture? And why is it bearing fruit? Is it because the drought isn't happening? No. Is it because the heat isn't there? No. It's because it's planted. And its roots have a source that go beyond the atmosphere of what's going on around it. Y'all let your roots grow towards the stream. Let your roots grow towards the life-giving strength that God has for you. Maybe you're, maybe you're listening today and, and you're saying, you know what? I believe in God and I believe what Jesus has done on the cross, but I've never, I've never actually taken this step to say, God, I take my life out of my hands. And I give you my devotion. I want to truly be planted by the river. I want my life to be planted by the source. I want to know you and I want to follow you and I want to know what it is to receive the forgiveness that Jesus Christ has paid for on the cross. Y'all, he gave up his entire life. He went to a cross brutally killed. But when he did it, he took all of the sin and all of the shame on himself. He had no sin, but he took all of ours on him so that there would be a just punishment so that he could remove the shame and so that he could empower you to live a life free of the burden of sin. Isn't that amazing? Maybe you've never had that moment. I I just encourage everyone needs to have this moment, this time in their life where they say, you know what? I made a decision to put my, to follow Jesus, just like the disciples. I made a decision to put my life into God's hands. For me, that day was May 5th. 1992. I still remember it. I remember where I prayed. I remember that that I meant it. I remember that it wasn't just a, a verbal thing. That it was something where I said, God, I put my whole life into Your hands and didn't turn back. Didn't mean I didn't make mistakes. Didn't mean I didn't I, I stopped sinning. Uh, but it meant I knew the, who could forgive my sin and I knew who I was following. And I got to tell you, He gives us a brand new life. And I want to encourage you today. If you've never made that decision. Make it today. November the 1st, 2020, in the midst of the craziest season ever in history, turn your life over to Christ. It's so simple, but so profound, because it's a heart thing. We say, Jesus, forgive me of all of my sin. Come into my life. I want to follow you. I want to be planted by the river, by the life of God, and I want to know what it is to follow you. If that's a decision that you're making today and this is your monumental date of turning your life over to jesus i would want to know about it if you're here today i want you to come up and and let me know at the end of service if you're watching online today you can go to victorychristian.church and click on next steps and uh, we just want to know about this and rejoice and make sure that you're connected with everything that you need so that you can walk with christ because it will change your life forever to put your life into God's hands. Now, I want to close with this promise. Jeremiah 17:8 says this. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. It never fails to bear fruit. Do you know that in the midst of hardship, you can bear fruit? In the midst of drought, you can be fruitful and green. And I think God wants to show off through you in difficult times. Can you imagine what it would look like if there's drought everywhere and you go by this stream and um, you see this green tree? Can you imagine how much that would show up? How much that would make a difference? You go, what is different? About that one right there. And what's different is where it's rooted. And what it's rooted by. And I want to pray that promise over you today. I want to pray that promise that... Oh, the treachery. Thanks, Matt. I want to pray that promise over you today. That you will know what it is to bear fruit. Give me a moment. The wardrobe malfunctions. I want to pray for you today. You got me? All right. I want to pray for you today that you will know what it is to bear fruit in the midst of drought and that no matter what you're experiencing, that your roots will get the life of God, that you'll have the permission to understand what's going on around you, but also the permission and the empowerment to be fruitful and green in the midst of it. Amen? Would you stand with me this morning? Let's close with this prayer today. Father, we come before you today and we thank you for the life that is in you. And today we say, God, we put our trust and our confidence in you. May we be planted by the water, be planted by the life that you have for us today. Father this morning there are those who are listening today who have said I feel like it's one or the other. I either have life or I have barrenness or drought. And God the reality is we can have life and life in you in the midst of the of the drought, in the midst of the heat. And today Lord God, may we Lord Jesus receive all the life and all the strength that you have lord i pray an empowerment and a filling of your spirit and encouragement lord and i pray that in all of the practical ways would you help us to be planted in you to have life and strength in you god we thank you we receive what you have for us today it's in the mighty name of jesus that we pray amen thanks again for listening If you'd like to connect with us, just go to victorychristian.church. Have a great day.